Welcome to Fuck Around and Find Out Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, somebody that we've personally known for quite a long time. Great guy. Years. One of the guys who has just amazing fucking handwriting. <laughs> just like, the prettiest <laughs> freaking handwriting on the plates. That like You could frame that shit. We got uh, Alex8721, also what known up? as... Uh, what up? Phoenix Myco. Phoenix Myco. And uh, it's great to have you on, man. We really look forward to talking to you today. I'm I'm really glad to be on here. Like I said uh, originally, thank you guys for uh, thinking about me, man. It was really uh, heartwarming and also uh, perfect timing. You know, um, I I took a break last year, and I said about like mid March I'd be back, um, and everything's lining up. So I've got a lot of uh, endeavors and projects that are are, are brewing on the side and. This is perfect timing, man. I know you disappeared for a little while. I had to keep checking on you like every couple months to find out what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, man, we were in your bed or something. <laughs> no, check this out, man. Like everybody, it's crazy, man, because <clears throat> you never know what the fuck's happening with anybody else until you, unless you keep contact with them, you know. And if you run into some hard shit in your life, like me, I tend to kind of isolate a little bit, you know, but. I kept in touch with other people and I, I realized, dude, every single fucking person that I've talked to in the last <clears throat> like four months, they've had like the shittiest like last two, three years since like COVID. I mean like bad, like people fucking getting betrayed, going to prison, people getting divorced, getting cheated, like bad shit, you know? And uh, I mean, it's just one of them things, you know, uh, something that just sidetracked me, but I know I'm not the only one, you know, and this is kind of why coming back and, and seeing you guys doing what you guys are doing and everybody else like Michael Geeky, that motherfucker's killing it, bro. <clears throat> Shout out to Michael Geeky. But anyways, everybody who's doing everything in the community, man, like you, we, this is shit is what's needed, man. Cause we need to tip them proverbial scales back into our, uh, our favor. Cause uh, I have everybody I know has gone through a rough time in the last couple of years, man. I'm like, damn dude, you know, I ain't the only one And anything I do in this industry like this to inspire somebody else to keep moving, man, it's fucking worth it. So thank you guys for keeping that shit up, man. Yeah. No, you, man. you you and Geeky were both one of the first couple people over in uh that our small little spot. Right, right. He was doing the uh the induction here. Sterilizers. Right? Yeah, the sterilizers. Right, yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. he was sending us fucking shit to showing us his specs before he started making them. <laughs> yeah, the guy's always been legit, man. I've always been a big fan of the dude, man. And right now, I swear to God, he's like the JRE of the fucking uh, psychonaut fucking industry, bro. Like, no joke. You motherfuckers ain't too far behind, dude. You guys got tons of fucking episodes, man. You guys been plugging away at this shit here, man. man it's, it's more fun for us than anything. <clears throat> yeah, we really what, enjoy it. What was the I catalyst that led you guys to uh, start recording everything? We, we do a bunch of we do a bunch of like voice chats with our friends anyway. And, uh, like, we hang out and, like, have a beer and all sit and bullshit. And our fucking talks were just amazingly <laughs> hilarious. Right, right. right? Like, people were like, holy fuck, I wish we'd recorded that. Because, God, that was fucking It's amazing. like the 70s show when they start smoking weed in the basement and they start recording their conversations. A car that yeah. runs on water. And- <laughs> yeah, we, we just. So organically we some- happened then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we had some great talks. And they were like, fuck it, why not? And then so we put out the first one and I, you know, I, I funded the whole thing and we're, we put out the first podcast and we're like, well, this is totally not what it was supposed to be about. And uh, it was but just, it, it was a well. lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's worked out well. So we just started doing them on the regular. Like uh, then we started interviewing people 
who are just anybody can come on, right? Like it, anybody from the first time grower to to super famous people like yourself, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, we're happy to have anybody on and just let them talk to and introduce themselves to the, the wider world or just ask questions. And so we do that on Mondays and then Tuesdays we do our regular night, like uh, our chats. themed, our themed episodes, man, which that's... sometimes are themed. <laughs> so, so you guys record and upload both of them though? Like both versions? Uh, what do you yeah. Mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Everything's okay. up there. She okay. Well, okay. All the all the interviews will say like Monday interview or something. Right. I was yeah. Seeing... Safo Monday. Yeah. Safo Monday. So like, yeah. man, it, it's fucking awesome to hear how you guys are running everything because uh, even like everything that we've got. So I I I I'm I am the founder of Phoenix Myco, um, and Phoenix Myco is a, basically my college supply Myco vendor supplier whatever the fuck you want to call it. You still got <laughs> but, the you still got the best fucking YouTube logo going, uh, dude. Speaking of it, bro, my YouTube got fucking pulled, bro. I got booted from YouTube like two weeks ago, man. Bastards. I had a, dude, I had a bunch of followers and shit on there. But if if anybody's listening and and was the follower on Phoenix Michael on the YouTube, uh, go to the ALX eight seven two one account. I'm gonna be uh, doing a bunch of shit there. But make sure we put all fucking links and stuff at the end well, for everybody. For sure. Oh yeah. It, what What happened though was I was like, man, you know what? Phoenix Michael was created out of. Uh, I was doing a bunch of uh, sport giveaways at DMTWorld.net, yep. and. It got to a point where it was a full time job for me, and somebody made a suggestion to have somebody to have people donate money so it could just basically fund itself. Right. And I got the name Phoenix Michael probably like I don't know maybe like a year prior to that because it was such a badass fucking name, and I already knew I wanted it. <clears throat> yeah. So basically, I just set up the website where it was a self sustaining thing. Um, if you could pay twenty bucks for the or whatever it was for the sport print or whatever. Then pay it, but if you couldn't, send me a message and I'll just send you a free one. And all the cash that came from all the other sport prints went back into the packaging, to supply, giveaways, the whole thing. So it was just like a, a sport giveaway site, basically. It just took care of itself. Dude, I remember I remember we were talking that one time. It was like two years ago. I was like, dude, yep. I got these people. I mean, I got I you know you were you were part of the server. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm already do all these giveaways and I got in other servers. I'm gonna do all kinds of giveaways. You know, I and you're like you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to send you like fucking five different things, about oh, 10 dude. prints of each. And then he sends me those. He sends me stickers for everybody. Then he sends me <laughs> yeah. fucking envelopes, fucking uh, greeting cards and stamps. Oh, like, yeah, here you go. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Just fucking get them out there. I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah that's, dude, that's the thing. You, you got to be, you know, dedicated to this shit. Man, well, oh, if yeah. you believe in it, you know, like me and I did, man, uh, psychedelics. Mainly psilocybin, man. That shit helped me out big time. I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm sure Farrell can can kind of relate to it, you know. But I oh, had yeah. really bad issues with uh, PTSD from being overseas and a bunch of childhood violence shit too. But and, and drinking all the time, you know that whole thing. But the psilocybin, man. I man, that 2019, I I just went in. I did uh, heroic doses every month uh, up until I think October. Uh, August or September, and then I did my first DMT trip, man. I fucking blasted off, broke through, fucking had a conversation with the entity. I, I did I, the whole you thing. You talked man. to me right after that. You actually yeah. called me on the phone asking me about that yeah. shit. That shit was fucking crazy, dude. But it helped me, man. Like I stopped drinking. You know what I mean? Like it helped me change my brain, man. And it saved my life, bro. So from that oh. point on, I was like, I'm gonna fucking spread the love far and wide, you know. And, 
and I did probably for like two years. I was fucking plugging away out here in Phoenix. If you were in Phoenix in 2019, 2021, you probably had a piece of my love. (laughs) (laughs) And I ain't even kidding, bro, because I've walked, I've met people from like other circles just last week. And and I'm like, no shit, dude. Confirmed, man. This motherfucker was on the other side of town eating some fucking love that came out of my my uh <laughs> my, my residence out of my oven out of my oven yeah my oven right yeah but uh look uh the thing uh, even that man like even that how to adjust you know because this is an evolution and, and i've seen it so many times not just myself but in other people you know we have the honeymoon phase you know everybody goes to this evolution but i think there's there's some of us that stick around for the long term of this you know because like for me, I knew as soon as I, I broke through, I was like, this is what it is, you know, because uh, I had been chasing money at that time in my life. And, you know, I had the ability to make a quarter million dollars a year just based off of what I learned and went back to school for using my uh, GI Bill. But, I, you know, it wasn't bringing me happiness, you know, so and I went the other way too. you know, being in the military, fucking running a gun and adrenaline junkie type shit. There's no happiness in there for me either. You know, the happiness I find is is here, you know, within that middle point, you know, and uh, I knew as soon as I, I, I was able to change my brain that this is what, what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And, and you know, I was going to be content. So awesome. That's why I keep coming back, man. You know, and every time I come back, I come back just a little bit better. No joke, man. It's fucking perfect. That's awesome. It's a good origin story, buddy. <laughs> hey, but the thing is, too, is that we all have similarities, right? Like, we all do. I, uh, for yeah. me, I got to the point where I was like, what do I do with this information? You know, and what is the information? What is the lesson that I learned? And one of the biggest things that I learned was the power of consciousness and the effects that it has on my reality and, and my existence. A lot of people call it manifestation. I call it just doing the fucking work to get shit done. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 A hundred percent, man. The grind, like I was telling Farrell, that's one thing about him that stood out to me when I first was introduced to him is this motherfucker is grinding like a motherfucker, you know, but a vet makes sense. You know what I mean? That's (laughs) a lot of vets are like that. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, again, guys, thanks for having me on, man. I got a lot of shit going on right now, and uh, man, I'm fucking happy, dude. I'm content and excited. Fuck That's yeah. great. That's good. What about you guys? How what what's been going on with the uh, the server and like this podcast? Like, what's going on in terms of like a trajectory? What you guys have done in the past, future? Well, you know the past. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> The future, we're having we're having a great time. We're growing uh, quite Good. a bit. We're all over international right now. Um, we usually check all the stats right before we end the podcast and give a shout out to any new countries that we picked up. Right, but uh, yeah, we're uh, most of our guys that are overseas right now are in uh, Australia. Let's see, we'll look real quick. So we have a ton in Asia, Oceania, which is Australia, New Guinea, Thailand. That Thailand. What? That's crazy. Yeah, Thailand. Thailand. We got dang near three uh, percent now coming out of Thailand. Totally. Hey, that's how are you looking at it through uh, through this one, or is it through like a different uh, GUI? So we're using Buzzsprout. 
right, is okay. uh, it, it, to host our podcast, and it gives us a breakdown of everything that's going on. Oh, nice. So we can look down to like I can look down to like eight uh, percent of the United States of our listeners. In the United States are from Denver, Colorado. What? Like, what the oh, well, Denver is a uh, uh, member. They did the decriminalization up there, so yeah, it makes sense there. Yeah, there's but like who? what there's a ton of people in uh, Denver that are uh, that are, or at least their ISP is in Denver. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there's a ton. Like the next after that is like New South Wales, Sydney, and Australia. There's five percent of the people are listening from there. I got an Aussie so, coming uh, on here in a couple weeks. Really? Yeah. So yeah, barely yeah. understand the fucker. Barely understand him. But it's gonna be I great. I remember this girl. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't think she was. She was in this DMT world uh, thing, but she was out in Australia. Hey, um, what are some of the like most uh, influential or memorable guests or conversations that you guys have had so far? I once I oh. once interviewed Farrell. It was great. <laughs> 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 For real? Uh, no, I'd no. say that the, the funnest episode well okay uh, man we've had some really great people okay my favorites might not be everybody else's fucking favorites you, okay. I, um, you gotta go right with the fucking AI guy <laughs> Zuri, Zuri was fucking fun wait you what guess how the yeah. AI guy? the yeah. Monday Fafo with, with uh, the Monday Fafo on the March 13th with Zuri was all about uh artificial intelligence and how using he actually was writing programs to simulate like psychedelics with artificial intelligence. So he was getting his, he gets artificial intelligence fucking high on like artificial psilocybin to see how they react to it. So he's trying to like recreate the whole experience. Oh, he does. He's basically making a mask instead of for voices, but for a fucking psychosis. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he does that shit for a fucking living and it's really freaking cool, right? So we had him on and it was just, uh, I love that episode. Farrell had an instant erection when he knew that was happening. Oh, dude. Yeah, too, bro. I'm telling you right now, like, fuck, uh, fuck Russia, fuck the war with Russia, fuck the Middle East Russian war. Like, the next fucking thing is going to be AI and the extinction of humans as we know it. That's like, what it's I gonna said. Be like fuck a holy Skynet. War. Now, nah, like, tra- you get you ever seen that movie, uh, Transcendence with fucking Johnny Depp? Same fucking shit, right? Oh there, yeah, man. I've seen that one. Yeah, at, at the end, when he fucking ends up in a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, what he does is he figures out that he can put himself into this tiny pieces of metal that's in the air, in the water, and all the. So, and that's how he transfers himself at the it's end. Nanobots. Able, yep. Yep. Nanotechnology with the little small pieces of metal in the in the atmosphere. Yeah. I'd say the the other the. The, the single funnest episode that I find was really fun was the great Fafu walkthrough. No, <laughs> He's fucking talking like a fucking hillbilly the whole fucking time. <laughs> it was a great fa- <laughs> the great Fafu walkthrough plus side quest. It was out there March 1st, and it was a long episode. It was like almost three hours. Uh-huh. And uh, what it was is that I pretended like I was some random fucking hillbilly and they had to like they had to describe like step by step how to do a grow. I took like I four like, breaks in that motherfucking episode. <laughs> yeah, you could. Because uh, so <laughs> you know, I, I was just I was I was being like the most obtuse you could fucking be. Like, 
It was great. We've had a lot of really fun. Like I think, like impact. we had we had a lot of good ones. I mean, like we had like obviously had Whitey. Yeah, Canadian Shroomer was on there. He he gets in depth uh, with the fucking emotion stuff. We had Ginevra, the chocolate princess. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's, she's a lot of that, fun. That was really good. She that shit. We were talking about fucking chickens at the end of that episode. <laughs> hey, are you guys uh, active um, on Instagram or Facebook or? No, uh, I'm not. I have, I have a Facebook because my wife makes me just so she can update shit on there for me. Mm, uh, so. But you are doing some kind of like marketing to like do different platforms. No, not no? at all. Oh. No, yeah, but that's, we have Etsy. That's about it. Yeah. No, right, right. But I mean, like, I, the, like the episodes, yeah, like where they're getting. Not at all. Mm-hmm. No, all it is is just uh, like we're on every platform, but I'm just really good at using keywords. You know, like so people search for a certain thing, like mycology or farming or growing yep. or yep. drugs or blah 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 blah. Like so, I put in like. There's like 45 or 50 keywords per episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, you know, I have a big old list of them. Just basically everything we've talked about right. um, in that episode. And um, it's, other than that, I've thought about buying some ad space because they'll run little clips of our ads actually, and stuff. They like actually, odd, they actually gave us the uh, the monetization thumbs up. But that's oh, yeah. really, it still don't matter, but. Yeah, it's 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 not a lot of money right now because we're I mean we're we're getting pretty big pretty pretty quickly. But from what I see, from what I'm seeing on you guys, is even that 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 quick glimpse last night and then this morning. I was running a bunch of episodes last night. I just went back. I don't know, probably halfway and just let them play. But you guys are doing fucking good, man. You guys are plugging away. You guys got content and you guys are consistent. You know what I mean? All the all the other shit, like the monster, that shit will come no matter what. It's just, you know, yeah. a matter of time. I think you guys got it down with just having fun with it and, you know, like, because it's like therapy. This is why I was like, dude, I got to start, I got to open up my own podcast again, man, because in all the bullshit that I was going through back then, dude, the podcast and talking to people, man, that shit is therapeutic as well, fuck, man. Well, Farrell and I are usually on the same wavelength, kind of. We'll sit there. Yeah. We'll ever think of the same fucking thing, you know? It's like, I have shit. We both fucking took fucking <laughs> micros one day when we were talking to somebody. We were like, no, I can't that do this shit. Was like, <laughs> yeah, that was not a microdose. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> we were talking to... Uh, oh, it was man, Shrewer, Canadian. It was Carl. Yeah. Because Carl, he was talking about like PTSD and shit and right. getting like real fucking heavy into it. And right. so we like, me and, me and fucking Deadpool like digitally look at each other. We're like, yeah, we're going to need drugs for this. Right. And so I just went and grabbed like a, like a, like a, a couple of pills, but I took like one too many. Yeah. And, I took uh, ODPE on accident for getting that PE stood for a penis envy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, took, uh, I, I took a bunch of Lizard King and uh, a little bit trip. too much. A little bit too much, and uh, so like we barely made it through the fucking episode, and uh, like, <laughs> it took me like two and a half hours to upload the fucking episode because I'm chasing, <laughs> I'm chasing the fucking buttons around on the damn screen, and it's a fucking touch screen. Don't get me wrong, the episode was great. It was just oh, you know, great yeah. episode. Yeah, just he, he knows what he's talking about. I mean, he gets really in, but he gets really into the, you know, the the emotional side, and I'm. Yeah, I'm not an emotional person. So. I have, that. I have like, I have like three fucking emotions: drink, fuck, kill. Right, right, right. right. So, <laughs> hey, I'm working on it though, man. I've been working on it for the last 15 years. Right. Yeah, I mean, I have emotions with my with my wife and with my kids. Yeah, she, he's always saying that because she must be close, stabbing distance. Hey, hey, no. 
She's in her office. What happened? Which shaming Pearl, man? It's all right. Yeah, I have a lot of, you know, like I love my daughter and I love my, you know, uh, my wife and my dog and my stupid aquarium full of tiny shrimp. But uh, other than that, I, I really don't have a lot to give for the rest of the world. Let's just, uh, <laughs> let's just not blow people's heads off, and I think we'll be all right, man. Oh, no. We're, we can, we can start there, I guess. Super, <laughs> super happy person. But, like all my all my friends that know me and everything, I'm a Dude, really happy guy. Yeah. Like, I am too. You, bro, that, you know that's what, what I use that to describe you all the time, Pearl. Super happy. <laughs> that, that's 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 those are my all description. Right. Those are my description <laughs> words for you. Super happy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I've had some days, you know, and I have my bad days. There's some days that uh, you know, that I'm short tempered. But you know, man, I always apologize, bro. I always come back and apologize to people, man. That's one thing I, I got out the way right away, man. But um. It's just a matter of time, <clears throat> you know. You know how it is. It's uh like yeah. a, you just kind of lose the ability to mitigate stress somewhere along the way of consistent stress after you know day after day, you know. So I I find that I can't deal with stupidity and bullshit. I mean, yeah, oh, yes. You, you My be for that. Off, though, and that's the thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I had this people... pet peeve now where the people are just like. They're trying to do what we do, kind of now. I don't want to sound like like a douche right now, but people are trying to train people and shit like douche. that, or and <laughs> and they're fucking and they're basically they don't even have any grows, no experience, and they're training people. And you see them making mistakes. I'm like, yeah. fuck, who's going to be responsible when they make a mistake and they need help troubleshooting their problems? And you have yeah. no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You just know what you read in a fucking book. You know, funny. Funny. It's it's okay. Like, yeah, uh, I don't really care. Like, they're gonna they're gonna end up. What what happens with those is that they those guys might be super charismatic and they get a couple of followers and they fuck up real big and then they mm. find people like us and then you well, know. that's what I'm saying. The day after, I got 42 messages after that last podcast. I'm not gonna name which one it is, but somebody talking all kinds of shit. <laughs> and they're like, uh, I get four. I wake up to forty-two messages on my fucking phone dude, asking me, I'm like, dude, <laughs> look, man, that shit happens even at the higher levels. Like, for example, man, yeah. <clears throat> when I first when I first got back to the local scene, because when I I I've taken two breaks in the last five years or whatever that I've been online, and I went back to the local scene and like started reaching out and creating shit, and I did create a couple of groups. Um, but I came across the decrim group and, right. and, uh, again, for anybody listening to this in Arizona or Phoenix, uh, I may have this fucking, the, the people wrong. I already said that, but the people that I talk to, I'm telling you, I know who it is and they're part of decrim AZ or decrim Phoenix. I don't know, but these motherfuckers are like, they're not regular people like us. Check this out. <clears throat> I'll tell you how I know, because when they got in the, Tickets for the uh, psychedelic uh, convention went from like two fifty to seven fifty, and then right. right, right, and I'm like, come on, that's like not everybody can like you're. That's not inclusive, first of all, <clears throat> and then second of all, I I started talking a little bit more with the 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 people who are running this group, and they all are like big time business owners, which I'm not against. Like, hey, if you got your side hustle, cool, it's all gravy. Like, it's all I'm not even don't tripping. fuck everybody else over because. Right. Check this out, though. This lady went on to tell me what her thing was, and <clears throat> she tells me that she runs a resort or some kind of rehab resort up in Sedona, and they charge people $30,000 a month, bro, and it's a three-month program. 
So like that right then and there, you're like, you are catering. Hey, hold on people. a second. Wait, 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 wait. Where is this? I need some notes. I'm taking notes. Right yeah. Now. We need to do this. Yeah. I'll fucking do this shit. I'll hey, put a fair. goddamn. And yeah. my, my 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 best friend Farrell just bought land for the project. Yeah, so, uh, we're fucking we're gonna we're gonna put a fucking like we're gonna put a cabin out there and yeah. just get people firing range and shit fucked up. We're just gonna get people fucked up at the Look. cabin for thirty thousand dollars a month. We're down. You see, Let's do this. you see what I'm saying though, man? It's like they're they're these people are running this thing, but they're catering to you know money. And I'm like, I know for a fact, like as cliche as it sounds, whenever I chase money, it's never turned out good for me. It's the reason why I'm doing everything the way that I'm doing it right now. But that's just one of these people, you know, and like for me, they were just kind of pushing out all the regular people like, no, we don't need you guys' help for anything. Basically, we need to raise money. I'm like, come on, guys. You know, and then, and then check this out. Like a week later, I met the base staters out of the Northeast, out of Mass. Uh, UMass college kids, right? <clears throat> These motherfuckers went and they're doing grassroots uh, decriminalization movements. And in the last two years, man, they've already uh, decriminalized like eight fucking towns up there, bro. And it's just like 20 fucking college age uh, dudes and dudettes, like no right. joke. This is why I'm like, man, this is not cool. You know, you see that shit happen because they're they're basically leading on these other people that are coming in, have no experience, but they want to be part of it. It's the same thing. You know, the fact is, is those people are going to flop one day and the big companies are going to come in no matter what. Yeah, but they're going to be taking people with them. I'm saying like $30,000 to buy me a tractor. I really, that's really, really want to track you right going to get me a great foundation for my fucking house right But there. that's why what <laughs> you guys are doing is important, too, guys. Like, you guys are establishing yourselves as, like, a group. You guys are like, hey, these are the people, like, because the uh, audience for everything, right? You yep. guys are establishing that and, like, being aware of the of everything that's going on. I think that's the most important thing because keeping people aware is is where we're going to we're going to win in this bullshit and also power numbers you know so the more people we're on podcasts the more people do all these my uh cultivation stuff the better you know what i mean because we get more people on our side when the, you know when it's time to to push the decriminalization or legalization of these plants and fungus yeah Definitely. i mean you, you i can't wait till i can't, I can't wait till i can have just a nice big huge legal lab it's gonna be let glorious. me ask you guys I, you don't have to disclose, but where you guys are at, uh, what's the cannabis uh, laws and the psychedelics? Any any kind of uh, decrim? Oh yeah, in New York, you can uh, you can have four plants outside. You can have up to a, like a pound, I think, on your no and, in the, on the premise per person. Uh, oh. Texas just did uh, um, de- decriminalize a bunch of shit. Uh, they just opened up their first two legal dispensaries. Um, so they're just they're. Yeah, for cannabis, right. they're doing a. It's been legal for like medical use for a long time, but right. I, I think what they just voted on was uh, was just allowing people to just get high. The recreational, uh, yeah, recreational stuff. Uh, like nobody really gives a shit about cannabis anymore. No, um, mm-hmm. there's first off, as soon as they made it to where that everybody like the state could make money off of it, and yeah. they showed that the state could make money off of it, like Oregon yeah, it went. All legal. The Oregon, yeah, all the, the rest of the states are like, holy, wait a second. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We could fund, I can fund my random pet project with Oregon jumped fucking straight head first into that motherfucker. Well, I live, I in New York, I live next to a few reservations. And mm. when I get, I, when I pass into the reservation, it's nothing but fucking cannabis shops 
every uh-huh. hundred yards. <laughs> and no matter which one you go. Fucking, better than liquor stores, bro. No shit. Well, yeah. 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 I'm not a big fan. Like, I don't really, I don't, like, I don't do cannabis. I might do an edible here or there. But it's just, uh, it just doesn't work with my body chemistry. No, not Some me either. I'll take, if I want to take a nap, yeah. I'll just fucking take a nap. Dude, I I was like that when I after I had the big uh, psychedelic year. I every time I smoked cannabis, man, I fucking was having a little mini ego death, and it fucking sucked, bro. But <clears throat> I started blazing a uh, hemp flower for a while, and then um, I'm right back to where I want to be at, man. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> cannabis fucking smooths me out, man. If it wasn't for cannabis, I'd be taking whatever the fuck the VA wants me to take. But I love cannabis, man. I, I don't know. Look, for any of these things, man, like as long as we all can agree, like, hey, it doesn't work for everybody, and for some people it does, but it shouldn't. There shouldn't be a re- uh, a reason why, as an adult, we can't have this as an alternate option for anything that. Oh yeah, was, you know, my wife smokes a shitload. Like, uh, like she wakes up, she smokes, she Same. takes a break, she <laughs> fucking smokes. Like, she's, my she's, wife, a snoop dog. she's a Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, she 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 smokes a lot. And uh, it helps, you know, keeps her anxiety down, keeps her being a nicer person, less violent and aggressive. Less I mean, yeah, she's, she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty stabby as is. But, uh, that's all right. But but less less stabby overall. But uh, and, you know, that's perfect. She looks over she his shoulder. She works in an industry where she works perfectly acceptable, <laughs> and. Uh, um, but me, it's not acceptable with my job. So, yeah. uh, which is fine. Like, and also, it's not something that I want to do. I like to have a beer. Like, right. uh, like I guess, like if we're gonna this evening, I'm gonna have a beer too. But tomorrow evening, I'll have quite a few beer and get on the podcast and be a jackass. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Like you know, it just works different for different people. I like psilocybin. Don't get me wrong; it's great. But I'm a big fan of moderate doses. I want mm-hmm. enough to to mm-hmm. it. I want enough to where I'm functional and I enjoy everything and everything's sparkly and happy and sunshine and Disney <laughs> on Ice is fucking amazing and like Avatar is the most beautiful show I've ever watched. That kind of shit, right? And we're like, I like, I really enjoy. It. Like, I like doing stuff with my daughter. Yeah, she's right. she's Your almost going to be. Yeah, she's she's almost going to be four here real quick. Uh, nice. And uh, like the nineteenth, uh, and so we have this big, they have this big baby thing planned that's going to be at the zoo. Well, I love taking my daughter places and doing like a small dose of psilocybin because, yeah. like, she looks at it. She looks. At, I look at a fucking parrot and I go, "Yeah, I had one of those. They're assholes." She looks at a parrot and goes, "Like, ah," and it's really fucking cool to be able to look at a parrot like from her perspective and go. Right. Yeah, that thing is pretty fucking alien, isn't it? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Hell yeah, I can do it, bro. That's for real. Yeah, so just do a little bit of psilocybin to re- kind of recapture the whole childhood thing. Of like, hey, yeah, that is. That's being a good dad, bro. Like, I think one of the biggest things as a father, man, that at least for me, that that I did to help my children like be more comfortable around me is just remember what it was like to be a kid in their shoes. Like, hundred percent, man. That's, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, I have uh, two boys that are all grown up and gone, and uh, they're they're older. They're off in school and college and shit. And so I have, you know, me and my wife looked at each other and we were like, "You feel old? No, you feel old. Uh, you attract for a girl." And so then we had Tanya's. Damn. And um, 
So, uh, but it's been a lot more fun this time around, right? Because back then we were a little fucking. I was like, you know, nineteen years old with a brand new baby in the fucking military full time and everything else, and in between deployments, and you know, just it was insane. And it was just like having to pick up a part time job outside the military to just provide for everything for the family. It was just absolute hell and hectic, hectic. And then now it's like we don't. I have a great career. My wife has a great career. God, everything is fun. And Jesus, okay. there's some cool ass baby shit nowadays. Oh yeah, dude, shit. There's a big old industry for that, huh? Oh yeah, like, yeah I have a, for everything. <laughs> I have a, I used yeah, to have this and like babies, dude. That oh, shit. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, people go. Oh, shit, they have strollers now. They're like three thousand dollars. Oh yeah, that, uh, those lightweight ones that fold up really fucking simple, man. I saw one like probably a couple months ago. That shit blew my mind. I was like, take my money, dude. I'd buy one of these motherfuckers if I had. I had to this. Uh, I had <laughs> this three wheeled. I had this three wheeled stroller. It's like an off road slash like running stroller. You could also hook to your bike. You know, like if you wanted to pull her around. But one of the cool things was is that there was this tactical baby company that would sell like, like a holster <laughs> that fit. What like, the the, <laughs> so my you fucking, out there all strapped up. <laughs> yeah. Rolling around fuck, with kids. <laughs> I had a I had a holster on one side that held my AR and a holster on the other <laughs> side that held a freaking uh, a twelve gauge shuck and the Mossberg five hundred. And uh I was like, This is the coolest baby stroller in the world. And uh <laughs> Uh, so we'd go like you know hike it out in the middle of fucking nowhere, you know. And, uh, hey, where were you hiking? stationed at, man? Oh man, let's see. I've been in, all over the place. Uh, I've been. It was an OIF two, three, and four, and S four eleven, which was uh, the Bosnia bullshit. And oh, then uh, we did the counter drug addiction in Venezuela, which was like total old, bullshit. Like an old sergeant, were you like an E six, like like E seven, E seven, yeah. Not me, dude. Uh, I was uh, E4 two times, so I was kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, like an E8, right? Like, I was like an E8. I, went, I got the E4 two times. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, look, no, I was... to fucking just do my thing. You know, I wasn't much for... Uh, what is it called? What is it called uh, where, like, you're in the rear? Uh, yeah. garrison. Oh, garrison. I can't do garrison. But, like, yeah. if you put me out there in the fucking field, I shine like a motherfucker. Right, right. Uh, but Garrison, they just knew to like, hey, just leave things alone. Don't fuck with them. Dude, but I mean, the thing for me, like, I couldn't even finish up my fucking deployment, my uh, enlistments. I didn't even want to re-enlist, dude. Like, when I came back from Afghanistan, dude, I, man, I was fucking stupid, bro. I was really fucking lost, man. <clears throat> I didn't even know how fucked up I was when I got back. But think about this, bro. <clears throat> In April of 2008... I was getting, I was literally in a firefight in Andar district in Afghanistan, Eastern Afghanistan. 30 days later, I was in my old neighborhood in Maryville, bro. And I had like 30 days of, uh, of leave still just, you know, counting away. And then I was ETS officially like that shit is fucking crazy, bro. Like Dude, I got you one. I got you one slightly better there. At least did you do demob in like Washington? Yeah. They, no, we, we did it there at uh, Dallas and then we did it at our base in Bragg. Yeah. So check this out back when we first came back the first time. Right. So that was like 2006. We were back. Uh, no, 2000. And, yeah. Late 2006, early 2007. When we came back the first time. Uh, we'd already been gone for 565 days in one straight sure. deployment. Because there was just like you guys get hit with the eighteen months too, yeah, 
Yeah. And uh, so because they were like, well, yeah, there's just nobody to replace you. And mm-hmm. uh, which was just fucking phenomenal, right? right. Fuck it, whatever. Uh, well, when we came back, like, okay, so like 48 hours earlier, we had a, we got hit by a suicide bomber who killed our uh, lieutenant, which was not a big deal because he was an asshole. And, um, oh, you know, <laughs> and then like not even not 48. The, the thoughts of the uh, U.S. military it is just uh, slightly Farrell's opinion. <laughs> yeah. Not even 48 hours later, we're like just free. Like, because they didn't really understand that you needed to demo people back then, right? Yeah. So, like, I ETS on the second time, uh, like, in March of 2008. And so when I got back after they, we just did, like, a little short nine or ten month little stretch where we were just kind of filling in for some people. Right. In between, we were trying to fill in an overlap between when they brought in, when they, this was when they were switching out uniforms from being the, the three desert color, three color desert to like the ACU bullshit. And they were trying to like really man up the area so that because the little, uh, I don't know how to not. Wait, was this OEF or was it OIF? OIF. Oh. Yeah, this was in Iraq. And uh, uh, they were trying not to be, the little Hajis couldn't tell the fucking difference between, right. like, you know, they thought it was just like a whole different c- country coming in instead of like, Hey, now we just changed clothes, um, <laughs> right? You know, so so they they were really they were really ramping up attacks um, right, right, because right. you know, yeah. like you you're all of a sudden like going from they were scared of us in their three desert color, and then all of a sudden you got these guys coming in on this like super gay looking digital camo. <laughs> that doesn't blend into anything at all but it does bro like from far away if you ever look at it does like and no well more so than any of the other stuff that they have available to the soldiers acu is not when it's brand new yeah when it's fucking brand new and it looks like a true lime green puke and fucking just kind of grayish green crap oh yeah neon frog running around the fucking desert yeah yeah when everything's tan and you got Everything's brown or white because it's bleached out by the freaking sun, and you got a bunch of guys running around in green. It just they didn't it didn't go well. So we were just kind of covering this transition period. So I ETS in like March, and then we didn't get back until December fourteenth. You know, like, uh, and so as soon as I hit boots on the ground, I was done. And like I just, we, it took me twelve hours after the plane landed to turn in my gear, and then I was on another plane headed to Texas. So there was there was no demobilization, there was no support, there was none of that shit back in the day. They didn't start they didn't start doing that until they realized, oh wow, about twenty percent mm. of the people we just fucking let go end up dying or killing themselves mm. in the first like yep. six months. So uh, dude, that's fucking true, bro. Like, man, check this out, dude. In two thousand, in two thousand eight, I was in the National Guard. Uh, I had to go to Kelly because Arizona. I saw them in Afghanistan when I was out there, but that, you know, they hadn't came back. So I had to go to Kelly for like about a year, and then I came back here. But I was in the guard, and like I was non-deployable <laughs> the whole fucking time. And the only reason they even wanted me there was because I was infantry. And these guys just shifted from being artillery to be infantry out here. But uh, man, 
it, that shit is fucking crazy, bro. It's even when I was there, like when I was coming out, even that debrief that they did, it was like, and, and to be honest, it's kind of hard to get somebody to be serious about, it, especially when you got a fucking young fucking dude who wants to just get home. You know what I mean, um, I don't know, man. It's fucking sad as shit, bro. It really is. Yeah, but uh, it just, it really you know. sucked. Like the, the hard thing for me is that basically I had, I had came back um, and then I had spent like maybe three weeks like wandering around. But even then I was just mostly held up inside the house, like just mm-hmm. trying to spend fine with, spend time with my family. And then like, didn't really go anywhere. didn't really do anything. Um, didn't go out anywhere. Just ordered food in and just stayed at the fucking house for like three weeks. And then turned around and then went back for like 10 months and then came back. But when I came back to say, like during that 10 months, a bunch of shit went down, got divorced, blah, 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 while I was overseas. And then I come back and I'm completely fucked on my own. And uh, like I had been gone for so long that like while I was in, the, while I was deployed, like things, the iPhone came out, like Xbox was invented. Like, right. I mean, all this crazy shit fucking happened. And I came back and like the style of clothing had completely oh. changed. Yeah, it's um, like going to prison, dude. It's, you know, yeah, you get, I tried to describe it to people before. Like, hey, it was like getting out of a long-term prison sentence. Everybody that, like, I, that, that I know growing up, like all the guys that are still alive, they, they all went to prison. And like we all, I went to the military when they went to prison. And like we both come back and I was like, dude, we're both like in the same boat, man. Like you went yeah. to <laughs> Like it's for real. That shit is for real, it was, man. It was crazy. Is like the, one of the craziest things to me was how much fucking color there was. Like, uh, because like over overseas, everything's like very muted. Uh, at least over there, like in the Middle East, the colors are just not there. Like you've got like a couple of weeks during the during the late spring, early summer, where everything's green, and then everything immediately turns back to brown. And then by late summer, everything is almost just solidly white because it's covered either with with, with dirt or dust or it's just sun bleach. So you come from this area where you have to wear sunglasses 24-7 yeah. because everything is just brilliantly fucking white. And the moon even reflects off the dirt and makes everything look white. Mm-hmm. And uh, you come back from that where everything's monochromatic and all the people wear, like, the, the craziest colors you'll see are is, like, brown or black. Everybody else wears white. Right, right. right? To reflect the heat. Yeah. And uh, to reflect a lot of the heat and the, the, the sun rays and shit. So then you come back here to America – and you're in the you're you're in your terminal, just the airport terminal, and people are running around, and it's like watching a bunch of peacocks for the first time. Everybody's running around in like flashy ass clothes and all these different colors, and you just watch this chick walk by with a sundress. It's not that you're even checking her out; it's just that her sundress is so brilliantly colored. Your eyes are just like whatcha, like like just looking at the colors um, was just crazy. It was just wait, your homie was locked up, or was that you? Oh, my bad. Uh, did you yeah, have a friend that was locked up too, or you're just you're describing no. how it you're is describing for you? Yeah, no, I was just describing how it was coming back from my right. from the military, for you, uh, yeah. from from long term deployments overseas in Iraq because everything is very monochromatic, right. and it's very yeah. similar with what I've what I've talked to people about their time in like in jail or prison. Is yep. it's very monochromatic in there too. Like everybody wears the same kind of clothes. Everything's True. the same fucking colors. Um, and then you know they get out, and it's like they're overwhelmed by just seeing the vast amount of colors yep. and differences. That that what is it so, called? Where uh, where you freeze up because of the choices? There's just so much. Yeah, I, mean? I forget what it's called, but 
it's the thing, you know, my cousin, uh, I grew up with him. We're like the same age. And it, that was the same thing. He's like, dang, Alex, he's like, when I went to jail, he's like, it was all right. But then I went to prison. He's like, then I had to fight, you know what I mean? Like against races and shit. And he's like, you know, I was forced. He's like, he went through his own traumatic shit too, you know, like he had to do what he had to do to survive. But I could tell like it wasn't, he wasn't uh, the same, you know? And like, that's the thing is, uh, I think when you go through some, any kind of traumatic shit like that, even it may not be traumatic for you right then and there at the moment, but you always leave a piece of yourself somewhere, you know, it's like, uh, almost like you lose a piece, but, um, it's not the end of the world. You know, I think the psilocybin is here to fucking save people in this shit, bro. This is why I think this is why it's important for everybody to keep doing what they're doing, you know, and keep spreading the love, dude, especially you guys, this shit, the podcast, everything, everything you guys are doing, you know, the company, all you guys, that, that all goes to tipping them scales, you know, because when they're the other way, that's when shit like that happens, you know, and it's fucking, everybody talks about it. Oh, it's too many people cut, like, of course, but, you know, fucking feed them mushrooms, motherfuckers, fuck, shit. Shit, like for real, like what do you want to do? You want this guy to fucking blow his brains out, or do you want him to fucking eat a handful of mushrooms? Like, who knows? Maybe it will help him, maybe it won't. But fuck, I would rather fucking eat a handful of mushrooms before I do something like that. And and I've had attempts when I first got back in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. I had two uh, overdoses, man. I overdosed twice, bro. I ended up in the fucking ICU both times in a coma for like like a couple days and then like a week man fucking you know whole fucking thing yeah i was fucked up bro but since i've had my children you know i got six kids well between me and my my wives my ex-wives i have six boys you know and uh since i've had my my kids you know i i've I've never that's never been an option you know what i mean so i'm just uh doing what like you guys man out here fucking spreading the love bro i'm trying to do as much as i can Uh, my thing is like i never like i said i don't do it for money my thing is I want to be able to <clears throat> have a couple of goals, but this right here, having a podcast is like my number one thing for myself. Cause like I said, it's a therapeutic aspect of the thing. It's like, it's a Zen space. Kind of like oh, being in yeah. the lab in front of the fucking flow hood. Well, think about it. We're all yeah. connected right now. You know, like yeah. consciousness We're our consciousness right now, us three are connected. You know what I mean? Like that's something that should be cultivated and kept, uh, you know, right. good for us. You know what I mean? Like what you guys are doing. You know, it's a perfect example. <clears throat> that and dude, one other thing is like, you know how like when I grew up, I grew up, I'm sure you guys probably did like uh underprivileged youth, they have like uh community centers, but it's usually like oh, athletic yeah. shit, right? Yeah. So I'd like to do the same thing, but I'd like to incorporate like the entrepreneur side of things that <clears throat> like running a business, what do you need to do like all this shit? Like I'm sure you for you've you've came across that with you know with your stuff. I never knew none of this. I don't even know anybody that's ever done business or anything. They got like tons that. of grants and stuff for all kinds of shit, but uh, yeah, they don't make it. The, they don't make it readily available to knowledge unless you right. know where to look. It, for it's it. it's not hard to get grants. It's not like a, I can help you write a Pell grant and get a Dude. grant. Dude, um, this for sure, bro. I need some help because yeah. I swear to God, I'm like a caveman here, bro. I'm a baby. Not because yeah. the kind of you. life I lived when I was young, bro. Like I was just living well, in will you, one block. Will you, <laughs> we'll use chat GPT to write about 85% of it. Um, oh, that's what I've been doing, bro. I've been using <laughs> I've been using <laughs> we'll use uh we'll use chat GPT to write write about 85% of the grant, which is just like the basic body of the grant. Right. And then but like the mission statement and everything else is what we'll use. Uh, we'll, well write I that mean, out. 
I want to be able to give this to like the those have a place where the underprivileged youth and then also like with the podcast, like put that shit out there like that, like uh, just awareness, bringing awareness to shit that benefits me. Uh, yeah. Because you might want to like, separate the two. Okay, possibly. you might want yeah, you right. might want to separate uh, a podcast talking about right getting right. high and doing drugs <laughs> from a podcast for children. You know, right. from, yeah. from, from from the entrepreneurial, like starting an entrepreneurial school to right, teach right. kids how to hustle is <laughs> fucking great. That's great. No, uh, uh, so I already have something separate. So here, let me let me reverse. Let me rewind real quick. In the last couple of years, when I first got online, um, I also started looking for people locally, and I created a group called the Phoenix Micronauts. And basically, I created it back in 2021, and what it is is a weekly cultivation class. It's, it's through the application called Meetup. <clears throat> and uh, last year, I stepped down, and I had uh, a friend of mine, Dennis, shout out to fucking Dennis and uh, Nikki with uh, Michael K out here in Arizona. And they've been running the cultivation part of it. And since I got back, I noticed that there's been things that are missing, like the business aspect of things. And these guys are all like accountants. Like they, they're all professionals in what they do. So um, I'm getting like basically building a, a curriculum already there that's separate of uh, Phoenix Michael or the Trip Report podcast, which is the podcast, uh, the name of the podcast that I'll be running, <clears throat> which I'm looking for guests. So if anybody want to come on, I'll send you guys a link. To, uh, there's a little. Uh, the same thing you guys did your guys stuff there's a description on there it's just basically a psychedelics michael shit you know what i mean just right. keeping people aware or whatever but i have all these things separate and then another one i also do is a uh, arizona psychedelics and support we've got a discord server uh for locals here too everybody there they've all been verified and vetted by either me or one of the admins and all we do there is basically like share knowledge right. but uh and then i have another um I have another uh, nonprofit that uh, is called Phoenix Fungi, and uh, that's going to be running a lot of uh, the different endeavors like uh, uh, volunteering stuff, the farmer's market, everything like that, which Phoenix Michael or the other LLCs that we have locally here will be supplying like kits and shit for like it's all. And also one more thing I got going on and haven't started yet this week. Um, so I got in contact with a uh, woman who's uh, <clears throat> runs a cool ass IG. It's called Light of Arizona. Shout out to Rachel. She's the shit. But anyway, she's out there running this farm um, in like it's an old historic part of town. And I came across this and basically they, they needed help, to, you know, to get people to the door, you know, to keep lights on and so forth. And I looked to uh, so there's a, a, a a program called AgVets or not AgVets, uh, Veterans to Farmers. And it's through AgVets, which is a partnership between the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. <clears throat> and uh, what we're trying to do is get them, because they're already a nonprofit, but I'm trying to create a workshop so they can get contracts with the VA um, where it's a, it's a, I'm applying mycology with an emphasis on uh, sustainability for whatever's there on the, on the farm. So I have, I, I met, um, another individual who majors in sustainability. Dude, this is what I'm saying. It's so fucking crazy. I just bumped into this person and we're going to meet up with the, uh, light of Arizona, Rachel from light of Arizona this week to, uh, go over the curriculum man like uh, this is the shit that i'm doing right now man. And, uh, if anybody wants to support me man i'll put i'll put some links on there and again it's not just me 
I have multiple people, and this is the difference between Phoenix Michael and Magic Michael and all these other companies. It's not me. Phoenix Michael is everybody that is working together towards this goal. So I figured the more of a diversity, the larger of a demographic, power in numbers, and when it's time to move shit, we're going to have a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, fuck it. Farrell, remember, we were actually talking about doing the fucking... Uh, Do it, bro. Going Do to it, in front bro. of fucking uh, the odds and shit or training classes. I'm telling like you guys, three days. Man. I think everybody should do all this shit, man. But for it's, real, it's, it's hard to do that stuff when you—it's uh, it not legal. No, yeah. but here's the thing: you can go the legal route, though. Like I'm going the legal route. Everything that I'm doing under Phoenix Michael, it's all legal. No, There's I'm talking about the classes and stuff like that. You know, you sure you're going there to show them gourmets and shit, but now you're now you're on a—I mean, we're on enough list as it is, but. Okay, yeah, but so you're staying. Information is you know? not illegal either. I wish I got like a golden star for every list I was on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I, I, I'd wear that shit on my fucking chest. I, like I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what they would call my constellation, but it'd be a big ass yeah. constellation. <laughs> like one of those, one of those South American dictators with like fifty fucking different medals. I wish I had a medal for medal like every side. fucking list. Oh, you mean the yeah. Air Force class A's? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, just a different medal for every fucking list I buy. <laughs> you know, it'll be fucking great. Hey, for real, though, guys, like, my thing is inspiring people, too, man. Like, I tell everybody, guys, like, do whatever the fuck you can do. Like, yeah, it can be hard and make sure you're consistent. But I think that's where relationships come into play. Like, you two, you guys have each other, you know. it's You guys inspire each other and keep probably keep each other, you know, in line when it comes to what you guys are doing here, this endeavor. And usually that's what helps out when it comes to the consistency part. If you don't have that, like, in your personal life, you know, that's kind of what happened with me this last year. But all I'm saying, man, is I think everybody should do whatever they can, however they can, whatever's in their uh, power to to again spread the love tip them skills you know i mean we're not far from cannabis where it's gonna be all it's gonna be fucking going the same way so it's gonna be legal everywhere i think it's gonna be great i think me and deadpool just just bounce progressively worse ideas off each other yeah right yeah the fucking anthill turns into the fucking mount rushmore of fuck yeah Right. <laughs> it just becomes right. straight fuckery until somebody else like like John comes in and goes, You guys are being idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could go either way. So sometimes I'm like, cool. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I'll give a fuck. <laughs> nah, man, I'm for real, man. You guys, I know you guys probably don't feel it, man, but you know, I, I don't know if you guys have had that happen yet, you know, where somebody hits you up out of the blue and you know, basically thanks you for doing what you're doing, like you guys are making an impact whether you know it or not you know and that's my thing like you guys have eaten the mushrooms you know you've been to the other side you know that's the thing is we're always connected man it's just always there you know it's just we go there to remind ourselves you know to to a certain extent i i feel that now you know i'm I'm always in there now like i feel like i'm a born-again christian you know that's the only equivalent i can state it as you know like seriously man i feel the love like no joke you know and for the first time in my life i i have the option to choose how this ends you know for me i mean i i I, i'm not a peel person but when i'm on the discord or like on the podcast Mm -hmm. everything else i like i'll i guess man i wake up in the morning i have discord messages first before (laughs) i get out of bed in the morning i sit there i go through all my messages i answer any questions (laughs) I have lab casts that we do on the Discord where I show. Okay. They can ask me questions they want. I go through them. You know, that's 
It's not only my Zen, but I feel better. I think people take me all the time, but at the same time, I got the people coming back to me that, you know, you help out for an hour. And then when they're supposed to go do what you help them out with, then they come back. They're like, oh, it's all fucked up. Can you help me? And that's because they went to listen to three other people. So they make their conglomeration of fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, their amalgamation of uh, oh, 14 different just, sex. Right. The, the pro- I end up. You can mitigate that, though, big time. Uh, no, not really. Not anymore. No. There's so so I mean, many people. and okay. well, this People, is like have, gotten, with my people have gotten fucking dumber. I don't yeah. know. It's like, <laughs> so like evolution and fucking reverse is going on here. But see, like, the, natural we, selections, we yeeted that shit out the fucking sure. window. And what's what's been happening is it like uh because everybody's a special little flower and right. they, <laughs> everybody everybody has to pass everything and you can't ever tell anybody they're just a dumbass mm. and a failure anymore. I don't and have that, that filter. I'm I'm yeah. <laughs> so we end up you end up with all these kids who have normally had to stay back a grade, but are now freaking just graduating and thinking they know everything. But you get the pro- and then those loud little assholes are running around and telling everybody else, <laughs> Oh, hey, I'm an expert. And hey, you go- out that little asshole. Hey, give me yeah. some names after this, bro. We're gonna go fucking raise some hell, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Real, so dude. you end up, you end up. There's gonna be a cleansing. There's gonna be a cleansing. Some of these people who are, I don't. They're not intent. Okay, some people are intentionally giving out wrong information. Those are. And, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen yeah, it. and they intentionally they're selling a product. Usually, it's uh, it's a. Yes, I put the trash out, wife. You don't have to come running out here all scared. Stab him! Stab him! Stabby, stabby. She, she is very stabby. She just stabby. kept bursting out of her office, like running, running like, like she was being chased by somebody. And she just put the trash out. Yes, I did that. Okay, anyway. So, but you end up with these people that are selling a product. They're selling usually like spore syringes or liquid right. cultures or, or, you know, they're selling something, but they're intentionally giving bad advice so that people have to buy more and more yep. and more from them. You know, uh, I, I hate that shit. I, Fucking hate that shit. I mean, and, and but, some of the people that give out bad information, their heart's in the right spot. They're just fucking stupid. Yeah, and they don't have or experience. Don't yeah, I mean, or, or they know, that. or they don't know, or they've, or they've heard it from someone else that they put on a pedestal, yeah. but that person yep. didn't yep. know what the fuck they were talking about yep. to begin with. Dude, like, there's, guys, there's a lot of fucking people out there to have like fucking cults. Almost, yeah, yeah. like cults. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, you guys yeah. look you guys are a lot like I am, and it's a lot of no nonsense, no bullshit stuff. And I one hundred percent agree with everything you guys are saying, man. But again, like for me, the way I'm like, first of all, this this argument is why the shroomery is the way that it is. And I never had a problem with shroomery, uh, but you know, people go to the shroomery, they get treated like it's because of the same thing. I've seen this happen in more than just one platform. This is what I'm oh, saying, yeah. like so what I Shimmery do to used to be cool. It became super toxic, though. Yeah, because they get tired of fucking people coming in doing the same shit, bro. And, and Shumi is even louder. Motherfuckers, there are. You'll see it if you sit around long enough. Yeah. You'll see it happen everywhere. Reddit. It doesn't matter where. So for me, what I do and what I did is that's why I created my own groups. And like with the newbies that coming in, that are stopping the, the the conversation or the the whole grow. This is why I have. Um, we have uh, we're gonna that the YouTube with all the basic part of it, and it's like the most basic stripped down to its core. Like it's not even like this is the way, but these are the things. These are the steps that you these have. Are to your, do. These are your building blocks. The yeah, building the blocks are the most important part. Yes, yeah, so a one dude. That's what I always say. Once you get those down, you're yeah. golden. I yeah. that's what I, that's exactly. I just what made a bunch one of PDFs. Check. 
You could do that I just, too. Yeah. I just made a bunch of PDF books, yep. like little miniature manuals, yep. like just to answer stupid questions. Because it's like the same ones, the same grain questions over and over. Right. Here's the here's the grain prep PDF. Right. Here's everything you freaking need to know about it. Oh well, how do I how do I use a pressure cooker? Here's a step yep. by step how to use exactly. a pressure cooker. Yep, that's and exactly so, how I'm doing it too, but with video. And the yeah. thing is, too, is like I'm also holding a, a right now I'm doing quarterly because there's not that many newbies, but a quarterly like newbie uh, class. Like if we get enough people that join after like Dude, a little there marketing. There are so many newbies. I am getting there is. so sure, many like, fucking new people. I mean, oh, you guys' groups are big, like a lot of people. Well, I, I, uh, I jump around now. Like oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on FAFO and they'll, and they'll hit me right. up. But I mean, I, FAFO is pretty to- big. Oh, but the people that are on, let me see how, let's see where we're at on Fafo right this But time. this is the thing, I don't even go to any of these other platforms anymore, guys. Like, I, I focus a lot, like, on local and then abroad. If you guys see it on the YouTube or you guys hear it on the podcast, that's cool. But, like, I encourage people to do the same thing in their own cities, too. Because if everybody does this shit in their own cities, we're going to be listening to abroad already. Like, that's where it's at, man, is having some kind of a business model where everybody does. It's the most easiest route to do. You just tend to the garden is the idea, right? That's right. what it is. And you yeah, make your but, own garden. The FAFO quote's right around about 250-ish people. There you go. But man. they're all they're all people that are, we tend to attract a certain type of personality. Right, right. That are, that are really friendly, like, in our groups. Everybody's really fucking. You're not going to end up with any assholes because right. we're the biggest assholes in the world. Yeah, right. No one's going to get a bigger asshole yeah. than me. It's not going to happen. How it goes. That's how it goes. Man. So, but, but like you know, we're the biggest assholes in the group, and we'll we'll stop everything to help somebody out. Right. Uh, but everybody else in there is fucking chill, and we really we're really ban hammer happy. Like yeah. if you're a dick, oh yeah, if, dude. If you're to. a dick, you're the fuck out, and yeah. uh, we do. want everybody to be like a big family, and right. that's the whole purpose behind the fa- the. Faffle cult, fuck around and find out. We want people to experiment, not just do the same fucking thing. Yes, sir. Sure. If you do, if you you learn by making, yeah, if you do ABCD and you follow those directions exactly, you're going to make mushrooms. But, dude, fuck around. Play with some shit. You have a little Mm -hmm. extra spawn, make something new. Try something new. Shit, I don't know. Do a fun thing. It's fun. Like, it's this entire, the entire purpose should be that it should be. It should be you should be successful and it should be fun. And once you get your building, your basic building blocks down, you can you build on that. You can make all sorts of random shit. You can have like I do. I fuck around all the time, but I do it for trolling purposes. Like I took, I took and like everybody on Reddit was saying, oh, you can't use uh, wild bird seed with the black sunflower seeds. So I went. Oh, I remember I went, this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I went and I just bought a bag of that, and then went into the backyard and just mowed some random grass and fucking mixed it all together and made grain spawn out of it. Yeah, I, it's the just, whole fucking substrate. Yeah, just some oh, yeah. random fucking right. grasses, just dry grass. I ran over the lawnmower, raked it up, ran it over a couple of times, so it was all chopped up and mixed it in there like straw, and freaking great. And then I made a substrate just out of like bagged like miracle grow potting mix and some fucking hay from the backyard just random grass clippings leaves wood fucking dog poo who gives a shit just all sorts of just whatever i raked up in the backyard into into it and uh, they're like it'll never work guess what fucking works and it's like they're mushrooms they want to live as hard as you want them to live they want to live just like they're super adaptable and they'll eat damn near anything 
Yep. So as long as you get the basics right, as long as you get the environment right for them, a mm-hmm. cool, moist environment Brand, with low yep. light levels, they're going to f- keep it clean. They're going to fucking grow. Yep. You can grow them on toilet paper. Yep. You can grow them on anything. You know? So yep. like, Fuck yeah. Dude, it, it's, you're on the money, bro. You guys are on yeah. the fucking money, man. A hundred percent, dude. I fucking love it, man. Everything you're saying, I'm saying it in my head. I'm like, yep, yep. You guys are ninjas, man. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that shit's fucking awesome, man. But here's the thing, too. Like, I'm not saying, but like, just adding this to it. Everybody has their own style. Everybody has their own way. And the more that you, like, even you guys understand that, you're like, yeah, this is our way. May not work for you. May work for you. Well, we that's, that, well honestly, that's what we do. Normally, like, about this yeah. time, we're asking you how you grow. We're asking yeah. you to, uh, to share what your favorite strain is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We do. But I'm just saying, we, we always, we're always asking and yeah. putting out that information. Dude, I grow every way possible. Because if right. some, if you get different genetics, they might not work that well in CBG. You right. might need to go with the BRF. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you never know what the fuck's going on until you fucking mm-hmm. try. I don't right. Everything yeah. likes nutritional sub. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> okay, I know. Yeah, I know. Get that hey, shit I'm a Michaelholic, bro. I can feel that. <laughs> nah, but seriously, yeah. man. I Look, man. I First and foremost, I am. I'm a fucking Michael knot, bro. Uh, I'm a Michaelphiliac. I'm a Michaelholic. Whatever the fuck you want to call it, man. I'm. That's what I am. I, uh, I've eaten so much fungus. I've fucking... Listen, uh, the way I like to uh, cultivate, my first um, successful, actually, my first grow was uh, my first successful grow. And uh, I can't remember which type of uh, species of mushrooms that I had, but uh, I think the dry weight was somewhere around five ounces. And it was a bunch of like cluster type of mushrooms. I can't remember what kind they were, but I was very uh, happy for it. And um, I've always been a big fan of uh, unmodified monotubs and yes. bag yeah. grows, too. Hell yeah, yeah buddy. Me too. Like, I think the the less you fuck with something, the better. And on top of that, like we said earlier, your your the fountain, like the basics, like once you know those, like the pasteurization, sterilization, the difference between them, or you know, your basic functioning of your uh pressure canner or sterilizer, um, you know, still air box, all those small the basic tools of the craft, you get those down there, everything else, the sky's the limit because like Furl said. Uh, mycelium is a living, breathing organism. This thing will live just like you, which is also brings me to another, and I'll get to it, but storage, long-term storage. <clears throat> um, this thing and is... Castanelli? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Nah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change. You guys are... I'm, uh, I've been through this uh, conversation with long-term storage like about five or six times in the last year, dude, and every single time I convinced the other side, I convinced them, man, I swear to God. <laughs> hey, I'll try anything once. Well, check this out. Um, so yeah, unmodified monotubs, uh, bag grows. I haven't done much bag grows, but I, I can dig them, and I've done a few of them. <clears throat> um, once, uh, I like cubensis. I like the um, I'm, I'm of the fact that I'm of the mind of uh, a cube is a cube only because of this. Um, a cube cubensis has um, <clears throat> many genetic uh, mutations. All right, some of them are what the ones that we know. Penis envy, red spore, albino, and then like weird mutations like the coral fin stuff that everybody calls yeah, enigma, enigma or whatever. The fuck, right. right. Yeah. It's called like 10 other things since then. Oh, but yeah. I, oh. can, I can prove to anybody listening right now that 
there was Enigma was being posted in the shroomery before it was even documented by Dom at Magic Michael, because this is what I'm telling you. There's genetic mutations like in humans in all in Cubensis. There really is. I when I see certain cultures that stand out and nobody knows what it is, I'm like, I know there's something there. I I need that culture because I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna apply it because there's something there for sure. It's not there. For, it's not different for no reason. It could Lights just off. be the mycelium. Yeah, yeah. Well, like uh, P was that one? It was called like peanuts. It was a weird cube, but the mycelium was fucking ridiculous out of this world. I don't remember what it's called, but I, when I see it and you'll see it, you'll see the mycelium was even grows on top of the mushrooms on that motherfucker. It looks like it snows in that tub. Oh, wow. <clears throat> but that's a genetic, uh, de- like a genetic uh, mutation within the cubensis. That's always been there and always will be. And this yeah. is the thing. We've never had the chance to study these things. And that's like my main thing is. Uh, we do that research. all the time. Chase well, yeah. types. Right, right. But yeah. I mean, in terms of like studying the alkaloids, studying the compounds and everything on a microscopic level. And seeing what you can do with it and make fucking medicine, you know, cure fucking who knows what. Well, that's what that. that's what the chocolate bars, Ginevra, all her chocolate bars are per strain because each strain has different alkaloids, tryptamines, and shit like that. What's, they all. I'm going to listen to that podcast. How do you it's spell Ginevra. It? It's Ginevra. You're going to look at well, the Princess of Chocolate. The, po- the podcast is just the Princess of Chocolate. Okay, I brought huh. her. I brought her on for uh, for Valentine's Day. Cause she does chocolate, dude. But her shit, it's it's uh, like I so said, it's gonna be baby. Jack Frost. She'll do a Nigma, but they're all strains. So right, but he, right, one strain and, for chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah. The thing, even strains, like I get it. Like yes, they they can have different effects. I I I, I agree to that to a certain extent. But in terms of like a, a cultivator and somebody who uh, emphasizes on the on the research part and like documentation. This is kind of why I simplify the, the the cubensis in that manner. Not because I'm like, oh, no, I don't. There's a reason for me behind it. And it's it's that because I, I believe that's the way it is for real. I think there's more genetic mutations that we have yet to even find. And and I challenge anybody, if you have a tub or any kind of girl that just looks different. I'm not talking about like rose comb or upside down mushroom. Everybody gets those or the, you know, conjoined twins. Nah, yep. That's not nothing but. I mean, shit that just stands out. And you're like, what the fuck? This doesn't seem, something's weird. I challenge you to hold on to that mycelium and spread it to other people that have time to work with it. And I bet you could find something with it, man. I, I have a lot of ideas like this, but I digress. Uh, the model tubs, I'm all about core, uh, vermiculite, and that's it for my substrate. Um, I'm, I don't do the pool unless I'm doing the pan science and I haven't, um, <clears throat> the ones that are wood, dung loving uh, mushrooms. Uh, I've done a bunch of gourmets too, like lion's mane. I think lion's mane is like the next best thing when it comes to uh, Western accepting uh, the mycology aspect uh, of medicine. Um, it has some of the best cognitive uh, um, enhancers that I think. And, and reishi together. Or... Yes, yes. Oh, it's Cordyceps sinensis too, man. That's a whole other uh, species. Yeah. Turkey there. tail, turkey tail. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I like keeping it pretty simple because lion's mane, I got to eat like fucking two grams. Unless I get the extract stuff, but. I love it, man. That's how I do it. I when I I make the extracts and the tinctures, so yeah, it's all there. You just one little dropper, boop, done. Uh, in terms of favorite strains that I've ever like uh, had, like the effects, is that what you guys mean, or just like to grow? No, what's yeah. your favorite one to grow? Everything, and you know, fuck yeah. it. So my favorite one to to eat, 
Um, my first two uh, strains or varieties that I had were were by choice, and I and I sought them out. They're the Mexican Cubensis, and then the Mazatepec. Everybody knows it. Mexicana, you mean the truffle yeah. producer? The, no, the it wasn't truffle. It was a it was a Cubensis from Mexico that I, I purchased from uh, what's his name Hawk from uh, Mushrooms.com. Oh, He's Hawkeye. out here in Yep. Hawkeye. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And um, those two men. When I first had my first experience was with the Mazatepec, and the first thing that I that I basically told myself was that I was a forgetful uh, species. I said, you're a forgetful species. I heard it in my head, basically telling me that, that we're consistently forgetting about that there is this other side here, and it's always there. I mean, that's what I got in the long run, um, which, again, goes back to the, you know, born-again Christian feeling. But uh, those two really, I, I feel like this shit's in my DNA, in my, in my, in my, in my, in my genetics, you know. And as soon as I took them, man, it just felt right, and everything just kind of. Man, I got to a point where, like, for for those stating, not big doses, not small doses, but just enough where you get so used to that zone. I was looking at memories in my mind like files on a desktop, and I was really able mm-hmm. to fucking help myself out, man, for real. <clears throat> what's the rest of it, the cultivation, the strains, and then what else we got? No, we don't do it naturally. I'm not like, I don't want to give you oh. a fucking <laughs> I don't, I don't no, I'm trying to stay on track because no, I'm we, fucking stoned now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all good. No, like, I mean, like, I do a hybrid. I, well, when we when we first met, I was doing tubs only. And then Farrell's like, fuck tubs, bags are the shit. Bags, like, I'll, get, I'll try it. I'll fucking try it. Mm-mm, I bags, love bags because I can mm-hmm. do small ones. And then and now yep. I go from doing six totes. Of, mm-hmm. of six different genetics to 43 mm-hmm. bags doing 43 genetics mm-hmm. you know but now yeah. i got a hybrid where i do my bags and then each each genetic tells me what it wants me to do when i'm looking at it i can yep. see the bag i'm like all right this one i'm leaving alone this one mm-hmm. i'm gonna put some air i'm gonna put some fae holes in the seam on the side this one i'm i'm cutting the whole top off i'm putting it in a fucking upside down mm-hmm. tub so i can miss the inside of the tub uh, so it's like a sailor box I mean, I got a. That's what I do for most of my. I hybrid this shit now. It's right. fucking beautiful. But do you should, I mean, you don't record it and put it on YouTube or nothing like that? No, I put I put I put pictures up on um on Discord and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I said, anything on Facebook and shit, they need they require fucking email addresses. Yeah. And, and fuck them. I don't just. Yeah, I think YouTube is a is a pain in the ass. But if you do it right, like man, that lady Boom Schumers, I know now. I know there's a lot of stuff around. I think she's the one that has the certain. Anyways, that lady's the inflatable, the inflatable yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. that Carol's in love with. <laughs> hey, check this Dude, out. Dude, it's fucking genius. He's like, it, it blows up. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hey, funny fucking, hey, funny but true story, dude. Remember they had a video out on you? I bet you it's still out there on YouTube with uh, that. What is it called? The inflatable thing? What is it? Max Yield Bin or something? Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I go on there and I was like, man, I go in the comment section. I'm like, fuck all this. $10, blah, blah, blah. You know, the same old thing. Yeah. And then, dude, I swear to God, like everybody who is on, on YouTube who had a big channel, like uh, ba- Chronicle of Boz was on there. Uh, uh, Michael Madness. There was all these people that had like their own mycology. <laughs> Everybody was shit on that fucking. Video. Well, oh, this is a fucking <laughs> tub. Don't get me wrong; it's a great yeah. idea. It's a great idea yeah. for people that to make Mark. money. But Mark. it's a fucking tub. <laughs> Look, unfortunately, sorry. Unfortunately, these are the kind of things that we're going to be confronted with from here on out, man. And it's only going to get worse. Oh, Have no, you guys heard you of Compass? What? Is that is that the name of that company called Compass that does do, trying to fucking copyright or? 
like basically license all the shit like set and setting like shit that's like uh, you guys they're, they're going overboard trying to see what they can fucking get away with man. oh they're oh so you can't say a certain thing like copyright yeah fucking, yeah yep, yep. Let, boy, yeah let's get ready to rumble or shit that's like what I'm that saying. Like, that costs, so, that's 25 cents give it to me <laughs> dude that's for real though man and these motherfuckers are getting like i forgot what the one that they got a uh a go go ahead on i think it was like a lemon tech shit something very similar where everybody was like what i've been doing f- lemon tech for fucking that's 20 I mean. fucking years you can it's like public dick. domain shit. yeah like why why are they able to do this but that's what i'm saying the, another reason why the, the 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 structure that i have uh, why i adopted it was because i looked at the cannabis industry so with the podcast I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be talking to a lot of cannabis. I've been doing a lot of cold knocking out here at these dispensaries, but these people have been in the fight with the DEA for the last 20 some odd years. They're the poster child of this whole thing. The next runner up is the fungus. And we all know this. So me in my mind is like, dude, take a look at the cannabis industry. Talk to those people, see what kind of obstacles, because we're going to run through them as well. And the one thing they I see- basically made the fucking roadmap exactly. For, exactly. for us. So we're following it. It's going to be smoother, mm-hmm. but there's still other shit there that, that now of the course. government's like, oh, wait, so then I'm going to do this and get money faster. So, right. I mean, look, look at how much it costs to get those goddamn licenses to fucking grow right. pot. They're, right, they're charging a hundred grand right, to open right. a thing. But here's the thing, like, there's some light in all of this stuff. I know business owners are, are the ones that are complaining the most, and I get it. I get it. But, like, the one thing that happened in Arizona that I was like, dude, this is a perfect example of what happens in the whole country. They were fighting to, about like these dispensary owners fighting about all the details and all this shit. But in the meantime, somebody put in the thing, the clause for the uh, individual person who owns a home. You could do six plants up to two people per household. Yep. That right there, bro. I was like, man, that was it. That's all we needed because now nobody's going to be afraid of talking about cultivating ca- uh, cannabis. And that means yeah. when the next time it comes, we're going to have more power. See what I mean? Like that's yeah. what's most important. Like all the other shit. Cause we got, we got to stick together, bro. Cause the Walmarts, the uh, RJ Reynolds, like all these big companies, they're going to come watch when, when, when cannabis goes green on federal, watch what happens, man. They got agriculture like oh, a motherfucker. They're going to have their own goddamn fucking can aisles. Well, they're, they're going to want to make sure that they're sticking together and united because if they start falling apart, it's going to be fucking, they're going to take over. They're not going to, that, that's generational wealth that got wiped out because you couldn't work with somebody else in, you know, in your municipality. Like, Dude, honestly, all, that's what it all, is. Here's what I could say. The first place that makes it legal, I that's where I'm moving because that's where I, someone's going to pay me to be, to do what I love to do and be in a lab. I'm going. I'm going. You can already do that in Denver, dude. Out in Colorado. Yeah. Well, not federal. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, right. you it, mean federal? It, yeah. Once it comes becomes federal, I, I'm there. Sign me up. I will work for uh, half of what normal people will charge you, so that I can go ahead and sit in a lab all day long and make transfers and do prints and fucking chase genetics and fucking DNA sequence shit. I'm there all day. Dude, the sky's the limit. That's all I'm saying, guys. Anybody listening out there, man, it's going to happen. Like what, what what, Deadpool just said, that could be your reality, man. Like, no joke. Uh, I mean, how many, how many people are in growers right now? And their job is to chase plants. It's fucking awesome. And that's what they did for fucking fun. And then they did it because they were making money. And now it's legal. And they go to a fucking greenhouse every day. And they right. fucking, they pollinate fucking plants. And it's like, right. shit, that's awesome. Well, 
Here's the thing about the cannabis industry that I learned too is all of these motherfuckers were all criminals at one point. Like they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you know. That's what I'm they, saying. So as soon as it comes legal, I will be on fucking YouTube. Nah, I see, and like, I will. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Look, for some people, yeah, I get like for real. I was even like, nah, guys, I can't fucking do that shit. And, They're like, why yeah. not? All this fuck. Yeah. We're all we're and all outlaws. <laughs> when it becomes when it becomes when it becomes legal, I will have twenty years of photos yeah, up yeah. on the internet the next day. <laughs> it's, right. it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like fucking face running. Right. You know, it's gonna be a slideshow. It's gonna be like fourteen hours fucking long for my first grow of the fucking you know yesterday. It'd be great. <laughs> Welcome to when it was legal. Uh... <laughs> Welcome to allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. What, what had happened was. All right. <laughs> Uh, dude, look, man, there's a lot of avenues to this, man. There's more than one way. We all know this, man. I just I just want to encourage anybody out there listening, man. If you got something, dude, and even if you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out, whatever, man. Uh, whatever I know, I'll give it to you for free, man, because it's all about, you know, spreading it far and wide. Yeah. Like chlamydia. Yep. <laughs> just like chlamydia. <laughs> Love it. So what were you doing with this farming aspect? <clears throat> so the, uh, what it is is uh, I need to, and this is what I was gonna wanted to talk to you specifically about because it's through the VA, man. And this could be opportunity for veterans out there that are like us in these shoes that want to do something. This is something that you can uh, use to fund other endeavors. But uh, there's a program called Farm uh, Veterans to Farmers, uh, and the coalition, the partnership is between the USDA, the Department of Agriculture, and then the uh, United States Department of Veterans Affairs. And uh, within that program or that partnership, uh, you know, Veterans to Farmers, they Other have grants. Yeah, dude, they give you fucking money for it, and they pay the farmer. Actually, they pay the farm to teach yeah. you, and then you get certified. So when you, it's basically to help you get a farm at the end of it. So, so they, they, even they help give you the get, farmers a grant. It's hardship yep. grants for veterans. Okay. And what happens to? Well, that's only one of it. There's other uh, other uh, parts of it too, because they have the women's part of it. Then they have uh, different uh, qualifications for the nonprofits on the other side, like the farms. Because they said they have different models of, of setting up the curriculum, which is cool. I think that gives us flexibility. But as a veteran who who is interested in this, who doesn't have the resource here locally, I see that there's a demand for it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to see what I can do to get as much information that let the farm like all I all I need them to say is, yes, give me the green light. And then I'll tell them or give them whatever they need. I'll be the first veteran to go in there. We'll make sure everything lines up. If everything goes well, I mean, I can add to that curriculum. Also, I can bring veterans to that farm and I can make my own company or even just work for the VA uh, as a liaison, right. um, you know, getting veterans to this and helping them out. It's legit. Oh, it man. sounds like a great idea. Fuck yeah, it is, man. And anybody can do this, bro. And we need more people to do this across the country. If you want to be a farmer, look it up. Go to uh, look up farm veterans to farmers and look up agvets. If, if China will sell us our farmland back, <laughs> all right, <laughs> fuck, dude. it's all right. They can come get it. I'll fucking bury IEDs in the fucking ground like the mother motherfuckers yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Look, man, I think that's that, it's legit, China. bro. For real, I went to this farm. Um, I went to this farm out here in Arizona, uh, in down South Phoenix by the mountains. It's a historical place down there. And they've got nothing but opportunity there, man. And uh, 
a lot of people are like in a transient state when they get there. So nobody's really stable. So they want to get locals. And I'm like, shit, I'm here all day. This lady's here all day. Like, let's do this, you know? So that's just going to be popping off very soon, man. I got a, another person that works. I think they're out of ASU and they're a sustainability major. So that's where the sustainability aspect comes into play because um, we want to use what they have on the farm, whether it's fucking uh, hay or wood chips, whatever they got. We're going to use it for substrate, uh, oh, whatever yeah. we can. And then when the substrate is spent, so this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to remediate the soil there. And they Put it got, back in yeah. remediation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, big, big, big old permaculture. Yeah, it's exactly what this is, bro. And it's fucking beautiful, yeah. man. And I think they could get away with just doing like one workshop a month or whatever they can. And just I could gather as much veterans. Like, I'll go to all the halfway homes where these guys are like the sober homes and just be like, hey, does anybody want to go do some farming shit for the day and just sign them up? You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah. It's, it's there, bro. I'm like, damn, I wouldn't go live on this fucking farm now. Shit. I'm going to live on Farrell's farm. <laughs> oh, dude, tell me about your farm, dude. Uh, well, we just, you know, we closed on some new land. Uh, actually, my wife just uh, texted me right now that our the new house is on, just went into underwriting. So Ooh, nice, sweet. nice, nice. Um, yeah, so everything's moving along. Land? Yeah, we bought some, we bought some land. We closed nice. on the land, uh, you know, on the thirtieth or so, nice. and uh, so just brand, brand new. We might have actually go and wander around on it this afternoon. Uh, this evening, just because it's like, you know, I don't know, roll around the grass and shit. Just be right. happy that we bought it, you know. <laughs> How much uh, was it? Uh, uh, so it's not that big. It's only like two and a half acres for right now. But we have options oh, to so buy, nice, a bunch of it, buy a bunch of the land around it. But I do really high intensity agriculture that's like mm. permaculture based. So on the two and a half acres, I'll still have, you know, three or four hundred fruit trees. Um, you know, uh, just two and a half acres. Is a lot of land when you start putting. Oh, in. oh I know, man. I do know that, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, when you start putting in your fruit trees and stuff, Ooh, uh, yeah. easily, you know, high intensity agriculture allows for 550 to 600 trees, uh, fruit trees per acre. I'm going to put in about 300 because I want to get hay between the rows. Right. right. So uh, I'll I'll grow between the rows. I'll intentionally plant and grow hay, and I'll I'll do like a civil pasture type rotation mm. so i'll have i'll divide it up into like five sections and i'll have like the house section which you know we live on and then the rest of it will be a uh, big giant square and there'll be a trough in the middle that, that mm. goes to all four corners Damn. and so i can rotate my animals through from one to two to three to four and so what i'll do first is i'll rotate uh like the cattle through and let them just munch on all the freaking grass and just kind of tear it up a bit. And so the cat, the cat will be in like, you know, the, this half acre spot for, you know, just two cows, our milk cow and our little West Highland uh, mini cow. That's just a pet. Right. And uh, it's just cute as fuck. And it's like a puppy dog. So wife wants it. <laughs> and uh, so it'll, the West, have you seen those little West Highland like mini cows? You showed uh, that on you showed that in the fucking server the other day. I was like, "Fuck, they're adorable!" Jesus <laughs> Christ, the tiny. Yeah, so they're only like full freaking size. They only come up to like my belt buckle. Wait, what like, is it called? Highland what? It's a West Highland. Uh, it's just what is it called? West Highland bull? West Highland 
Yeah, it's just a West Highland mini cow. Hold on a second. Let me uh, West Highland cows. Yeah. Oh, what the heck? Those are weird. They're yeah, they're all. Things. Yeah, they're all like they look like little yaks, but the mini <laughs> ones are. Yeah. The like, so you're gonna look at the West Highland mm-hmm. mini. Oh. They're tiny. Look at how fucking tiny those little bastards He's, are. They're he adorable. wants to grow. He wants to grow fucking cattle squats. Breed those, yeah. dude. That's what people do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, people actually Dogs? they they milk they milk them and eat them. Oh, but okay. we're gonna we'll have a bull, and mm. uh, that'll be our just yeah, pet. They're fucking great, right? Just the kids so can. Crazy, Kids, we'll, we'll have it. I'll have a train to like pull a little fucking sled around and shit for the kids. <laughs> and uh, like a little shaggy, like uh, uh, kind of they look like oxes almost, huh? Like a yeah, ox. yeah. But it's really popular now to use them to pull like little wagons and stuff like that because they can pull like they can pull three or four hundred pounds in a wagon because it has wheels, you know. So That's people really- are using them to like pull a cut like some hay around, like put some kids on mm-hmm. it for a little hay around around the garden. Oh, and like, uh, like rides and shit too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll just do some fucking stupid kid shit. That's and so when, and then I'll have my uh, mini jersey. So it's a it's a milk cow, you know. But it, it's a the full size jersey puts out five to seven gallons of milk a day. I don't fucking need that. That's a shitload of milk. So, but a mini jersey puts out one point seven five to two gal two two and a half gallons a day, and they're about the same size. They're yeah, only like a you know. And more like, yeah, a, like more a dairy cattle. Yeah, they're a dairy cow. They're but they're only like three to four hundred pounds. So between both of them together equals like you know three quarters of a full size cow. <laughs> they're uh, they're very small, That's but funny. we'll eat we'll eat the babies. Does that make sense? So they'll hump, and they're gonna have just hideous right. fucking babies. Right. And uh, we'll yeah, we'll dude, eat. He's get worse and worse. Yeah. We'll eat we'll eat the babies. And, eat the tarts. Uh, eat the tarts. Before we eat them, we blast them in the head. <laughs> sure. No, but like you know, we'll, we'll raise them and you know, no, them up and stuff and eat them. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have uh we'll have our our big orchard, we'll have all of the uh we'll be able to bale our grass between the, the things and then we're gonna do our big garden. Um You're and then I'll have hard, my, bro. You're a fucking vineyard and everything else. Yeah, well, we we had a really, really, really large farm before this. He grew up on a goddamn ranch, so yeah, I grew up on a ranch, grew up on a farm. So this is all just getting back to our roots. And before we moved to the city, we ran a huge ranch, like you know, ninety sections. So a section is six hundred and forty acres. So we ran a ninety section ranch. So it's like ninety mile ranch. That's a big, Um, yeah, yeah. And then we moved. So we've only been back in the city about three years. Uh-huh. And uh, now we're just done, and we're ready to get back out and to to build our re- retirement type uh, homestead yeah. farm. That nothing uh, we big can... like that. Nothing big like that no more. Just something manageable. Well, like, well, I mean... like we're starting off with the with the with the two and a half acres. Ideally, we would like wow. to get to about fifty. Yeah. So, but we're starting well, off like this too, small. right? Like... Yeah. Yeah, we're right. starting off small, uh, and then we're going to we'll launch a separate podcast for it. We'll launch all of the social media and everything for it, and then we'll start working our way up from there to where we do all like uh, my wife loves to keep bees, so we'll have our own honey and our own Hell yeah. everything else. Love so, that. Um, bees, man. But uh, we'll, oh, we'll 
when we had uh, we had like a little fenced-in area that was about five acres as our old farm, and it was just all farm. And on that, we did about a hundred and thirty thousand pounds of fruit food off of the five acres. Dang. So Jeez. yeah, it was you a lot of fucking bees. food. You gotta have bees if you're having a farm like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, pollination. So, right? Yep. Yeah. And we had a lot of honey. <laughs> Beautiful. So on that we were doing on that we were doing twenty two uh, hives. So uh, you know we were ended up with so Jesus. Yeah, that, that's that's you're looking at at least a pound of honey a year that you can take easy. Oh if no, not ten, if not ten, if you're getting super hot. Yeah, oh yeah, no, way more than that. You, you once you t- once you pull out like all your stuff, you look you could get. 25 to 50 pounds. I'm, think, I'm thinking of New York. You got to leave them a whole bunch of shit for winter. You don't have to worry about that shit down there. No. Hey, where are you at in uh, New York? Up Buffalo. north? Oh, yeah. oh Buffalo. Buffalo. I've been out to yeah. uh, Rochester. I was out in Rochester oh, yeah. back in like 06, 07. I, I was up in uh, West Point training all the cadets up there. Wow. Yeah, nice. and then I went down to uh, Brooklyn, Brighton Beach on the weekends, and I, I met my first wife out there when I was in the military, man. She was a Russian chick out of Brighton Beach. <laughs> nice. Hey, uh, it's, uh, where you're at, it's all nice and green, right? It's more like a kind of rural area compared to, like, the city. I'm, at this, I, I'm from the city. I, I live in the middle of fucking ski country now, so I'm surrounded by mountains and fucking forest. He, he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. He had to just fight a bear off his fucking front porch with a hockey stick. No shit. That. I'd rather yeah. do that than yeah. the city, bro. Like, no joke, man. Yeah. I think what oh, yeah. you're doing, uh, Pharaoh, I think that shit that you're doing, man, that's just vital. That shit is critical, man. I think yeah. the person who knows that shit, man, like, you're an asset to anybody, bro. We always shit. say you gotta have fucking skills. You're gonna need skills more than money here shortly. All right. Hey, let's do Oh, that. yeah. We were just uh, if the, if we were just fan. Uh, Deadpool, what, <laughs> what would you have that you would be able to uh, uh, provide? Like, hey, this I know how to do this. Yeah, what, what you mean? Other than farming, other than electrical, I'm, other than fucking uh, <laughs> <the> right, <violence>. right. <laughs> you do a lot of like trade stuff. Oh yeah, oh yes. All our little group of friends has to do is just make it to the farm. We got you. Right, dude. Hey, check it out. Hey, let me tell you what I can do. Let me tell you what I can do. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> hey, I can do uh, refrigeration. I swear to God, I'm a, like a master refrigeration technician. Oh, shit. HVAC. Uh, there we go. Yeah, HVAC, too. It's yeah. all the same thing. Um, yeah, we're going to be putting in a we're gonna be putting in a cold building. So what we'll do is I'll take a, uh, one of the – I'm going to take a um, Connex, and I'm going to spray nice. insulate it and then put one of the cool bots on the front of it. Ooh. Ooh, nice. So uh, yeah. we'll have a nice little like, oh, hey, they did that, bog, they did that uh, bog with fucking. They made apartments out of those fucking connexes, bro. You ever seen that? Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking crazy. We can build some apartments up there on your property. <laughs> if this shit ever hits the fan, bro. hey. Besides the refrigeration, I do uh, electrical. Oh, yeah. I do. Uh, what else? Do I, oh, networking technologies. I know how to get the internet up and running, dude. I know routers. Oh, you're, the same, you're the same as me. Same as me. Points. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I do uh, boilers, uh, steamers. I do all that shit, man. I do uh, commercial, mostly commercial and industrial uh, equipment for refrigeration, ice machines, all nice. the things. So you do, you do the steam fitting? Mm, yep, I could do the. Uh, I do all the brazing, welding. Yep, I do all that. So man. some plumbing. The only thing I don't do is concrete and carpentry. I can, yeah, I, I, can do, I can do I can do concrete. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure I could learn it, but I've never done it. And, and carpentry. My wife, my wife grew up doing concrete. She's Mexican. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, know, but I never done you the guys concrete. Stick, 
Because I'm like, fuck yeah. all that. Dude. I'm going to be like, I do dude, all I'm, that. Oof. I got carpentry down. I I'm, I build everything myself. Dude, that's good, man. So. Hey, think about me, bro. <laughs> think about me. Damn, bro. I got. I could pull my weight too, bro. I got it, man. I, I got a green energy, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, we're buddy, gonna be so it'll be man. pretty fun. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Well, you know, we'll have our so after. <clears throat> so how we do the past rotation is that like in sec in section one, there's like a little half acre, like corral will be the, the the cows will go in there when the grass is high for about two weeks and they'll rotate to number two. And then in right. number one, we'll go in all the chickens and the ducks yeah. and everything else. And they'll kick apart the poo, scrape up the ground, mix all the poo back into the fucking dirt, get all the bugs, eat, you know, everything like that, eat all the weed seeds and out of the poo and everything like that. And then the cows go to number three, the chickens and everything come to number two, and then they follow and chase each other around. Mm -hmm. So by the time you get back to one, um, you've already been you've been watering it. It's already been put on. It's you've already thrown your grass seed back out there. It's been fallow now for for a little over a month before the the cows are back on it. Does that make sense? So they're just constantly fucking rotating for every two weeks in each one. So uh, it's a uh, it's you're constantly regrowing your pasture. You're not you're not just having everything just get trampled constantly. Right. It's so just, that's what they have already going on at that farm, dude. Like there's so there's yeah. like three people that have been trying and some of them just they don't they can't make it so they're like you know they got life but they're doing exactly what you're saying bro but like on a different scale some of them are smaller some are bigger and they're like exactly what you're saying but the one thing i saw that this guy and what was kind of missing was he was using the uh he was using spent blocks of mycelium and i was like oh what is he doing with that but he was just using them for compost and i was like i get that <clears throat> but you see how when you shift over the cows to three the chicken to two my idea was say to fucking put all that uh, a big old pile of uh, sub spent substrate there. You can even do half of it. Come back to it next year when it's dried up and re-sterilize that shit and reuse it because all that mycelium that's in that uh, substrate is going to go down. And if you got a good uh, a good mycelium that eats all and and helps with micro remediation, I mean you got that extra padding to you know the chicken and the cows as well. Some guys were even using fucking fish in this thing if you believe it or not. That's the fucking oh yeah badass bro yeah, but dude, you, that's it right there man you ever see that one where well, they, had, they had to get rid of all these oranges and they uh -uh. fucking they had like fucking 20 tons of fucking oranges they put out on the two acres as a science project oh, and they're like no no then they, they they took the project away and they went back it was like the middle of the rainforest and they had to dump all these oranges uh -huh. and the fucking they came back like three years oh, later or yeah. something like that and the forest was completely Damn. back like nothing had ever happened and they they revamped everything. It was fucking awesome. I mean, nature wants to fix itself. Yeah. We just keep fucking it up. Yeah. That's that's but also so, some of us don't know. We don't know what we can do with what we know. And that's my thing. It's like applying the shit that I know. Like I'm I'm all fucking my colleges, bro. Who the fuck is to tell me I'm not? You know what I mean? For real. So I'm with, your, with your, with your spent <laughs> blocks, your spent mycelium blocks, uh, I'd probably just feed them to pigs, but. See, like, uh, I, I get that. I get that 100%, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, some places don't have pigs. Like, this place, they, yeah. all they have is the, is the cows, and they have they have a bunch of roosters, which is like, I don't know how the fuck you guys got, like, 20 roosters in that motherfucker, but they don't have any other stuff, and they got tons of, uh, they got some goats. Goats are good. Goats will do that as well. But my thing was, like, you guys are already going to be, like, I, basically the big thing for you guys is learning how to do the mycology thing and, and making uh, fruits for the farmer's market and whatever and to eat. 
Um, but if you guys get to a point to where it's all that you can do either or my thing is if you you could still teach that as a curriculum and still, you know, pass that that qualification to be able to have, you know, a veteran there learning and also oh, yeah. in the U, uh, USDA or the Veterans Affairs. Like that's where the, that's where it's at. If you ask me, yeah. you know, money from the I'd feds. Be, I'd be burying uh, blocks and stuff like that out in the orchard. Um, just yeah, to, there's got to be something to there, man. Like, oh yeah, there's a one of the things that I've that I've done. You're using fish, is that I buy like a stainless steel garbage disposal, and I mount it underneath like a piece of a half inch uh, uh, plywood, and then I put it over the top of a 55 gallon drum. And what I do is I'll take and I'll have like a spigot on the bottom of the drum, or I use an IBC tote sometimes too and i just run a garden hose into the top just leave it trickling and i go fishing and whenever we catch like you know whatever we catch we, we you know we eat it we, we fillet it and then run everything through the fucking garbage disposal of the tote yeah. and then uh uh you know fill it full of water and then put a bubbler in there to just kind of keep everything moving fish and juice. now i've fish <laughs> juice man I spray that shit on everything oh. it's like, like frank's red hot for the garden yeah well, it doesn't because it it's because it's aerated. It doesn't smell. Right? Oh no! Like if, yeah, if it was, Wait, are you just saying just, that you want to spray somebody with with? Or are you? No, real? you know. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't smell like death. Um, that's because it's aerated. Because I have like remember I have like an aerator down inside of it. So if you just let it sit there and go like anaerobic, it's gonna smell fucking terrible, like dead animal. But uh, with the bubbler down inside of it, it doesn't smell. It just turns like dark brown, and uh, it's just packed with like your calcium, your magnesium, your iron, your your potassium, your nitrogen, and uh, it's super super great for the, the the plants. And you just water it right into the ground, full strength, won't burn anything. Super great for it. And it's just another way to reuse everything. If I'm not going to do it that way, then I usually before I go fishing is I'll dig some post holes in the garden area and uh, just dump my dead fish in there next to the tomato plants and stuff like that and rock and roll that way. But hey, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. If anybody has any uh, like shits, because uh, this is the first time I'm doing anything like this, you know, I, I don't have any background in anything but crime. So. <laughs> before, like, no joke, before all this shit, man, you know what I mean? But I, I'm learning and, you know, I'm applying what I learned so far and I, I'm open to uh, suggestions and anything that'll save me, you know, some time and, and uh, you know, pain in the ass. So I'd like to to pick your brain on it, dude, once I get some more information. Of course. Just, uh, I really want to make a good uh, curriculum for the farm itself, for them to have a tool and something they can use to help themselves and also a place for veterans to come and try out the program as well. Oh yeah, that's not not a problem at all, man. More than I want to do it. Yeah, oh, check yeah. your, you gotta check your message on Discord. Oh, you've shit, been right. gone way too long, buddy. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I have, dude. I have, man. Uh, but you know, check this out, man. I'm back. I'm I'm patient. I, I know how to be patient, and I know how to deal with my emotions now, man. And I'm fucking golden, bro. Like I'm not. I'm unstoppable, bro. Like no joke. I'm taking this shit all the way to the to the, as far as I can go, bro. Like no, for real. And uh, I, uh, there's going to be opportunities. And I just ask anybody, like, if, if anybody does want to support um, in any manner, 
Um, I'm going to have phoenixmichael.com uh, up shortly. I got, like, some pretty cool-ass uh, designs for, like, merch and shit. You guys will see. They're fucking sick as fuck. But Dude, you've, 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 always, you've always had great slaps, and your fucking designs <laughs> are always awesome on point. I got some nice YouTube. shit, bro, coming up. But, like I said, if anybody, grab a shirt, you know, because all I do with all this shit, uh, like I said, it's all being ran like a nonprofit. It all gets put right back into the into the business, you know, for for the long run and for more kids and for everybody else. I don't even tell people who I am anymore because I feel like I got to distance myself. And I'd rather it be just like with some kind of fucking urban legend, some dude who came, you know, sprinkled spores in the air and fucking all this shit yeah. happened. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Farrell <laughs> spreading around his fucking Liberty caps all over the fucking. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Yeah. And I appreciate the time, guys. I do, man. I appreciate you guys thinking about me. Oh, again, man. man. Love to having you on. Yeah, it really did. So you're gonna have to shoot me a message with all of your uh, with, with all of the links uh, you want up here, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's great having you on, man. Uh, usually at the end of this type of thing, we usually go around. Everybody says something positive. We right. always start with Deadpool because we like to throw him under the bus. Because I'm a us, How about this, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Don't give up. Fucking no, no, that's too easy. Let's go with uh, learn a fucking skill. Don't be a fucking Cumbrance on the people. Yeah, don't around. be a fucking cumbrance. Yeah. Don't fucking don't be a douche. Fucking learn be a something. Fucking douche, guys. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Don't be a fucking. Guy. <laughs> he sounds just like. Yeah, he does a really good job. He, he does, does a really, really good. He does a really good impression. I'm impressed. With the microphone. <laughs> so uh, coming from, uh, what do you got here, Alex? We got. Mm-hmm. What is it like a like an inspirational shit? Sure. Yeah, whatever you want to say. It's just something positive. Man, like I was saying earlier, man, uh if you're if you've been having a shit show like I have in the last year or two, man, like I'm not joking, it's been like the worst fucking year of my life. But you know what? Through all the bullshit, you know, uh the the people that have reached out and like commented on the shit that I got running around there, man, like I fucking appreciate it. Like those are the things that <clears throat> pushed me through it and I encourage you, you know, when you feel that way to continue to do what you do, because I'm promising you, you're probably making a good effect on somebody else, whether you know it or not. And that's that's the truth. That's something I've come to learn. So this is why I'm going to come. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, spread the love always. Hell yeah. No, awesome. Coming from me, it's going to be be the star of your own life. Don't be a fucking NPC. I mean, have a have a fix yourself if you need if you need it. Get a career, get some hobbies, do something to impact your environment and the people stuff. around you, right? Build a community. Don't just live your life sitting there ordering fucking takeout and watching Netflix and hoping for something to change. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's going to be about it for this podcast. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, throw us a couple of dollars. We promise to use it for pure debauchery. Uh Lookers a blow. Lookers a blow. Yeah. <laughs> Our Venmo is going to be uh, at Fafo Cult. Our uh, cash app is dollar sign Fafo Cult. If you have any questions, would you like to come on the show or you'd like to give a shout out about anything you've heard on the show, or complain, bitch, moan, or whatnot, you can go ahead and do that to FafoCult at gmail.com. Yeah. You can get on the, the Discord link will be in the show notes below, and you can find some random merch, probably most of it offensive, at our fafocult.etsy.com. You're welcome. If you would like to 
if you would like to buy any sort of grain spawn substrate or anything like that, you can get a hold of Deadpool on the Discord. He's going to be able to handle that for you uh, real nice and easy and fast. And once again, we'd like to say thank you, Alex, for coming on. You've been fantastic, and we love our listeners. As we've already covered, uh, we had a whole bunch of new people tuning in from all over the world. The U.K. is blowing up right now for us at almost 10% of our total listeners, which is really, really awesome. Uh, Once again, Thailand and Australia, you guys are going strong. We really appreciate you guys. And uh, thank you all, and we love you much. Love you guys. Peace. Bye-bye. Cool. So we're back in the